I'm cleaning 135 now, 140 now, right? And then you you, don't, you start to appreciate the journey, and uh, it's I don't know, it's just a, a no, place I love that where answer. I think a lot of people need to be at. For sure, no, and I love that answer, and there, I think that. weekend everybody and welcome back to the full send podcast i'm your host brandon price alongside monroe miller and kenta dooley boys what's going on not much dude Just, yeah you know same old same old same old lifting weights yeah well you guys you guys are in for a super treat today all right so we get to talk about strength with two boys that are uh, can can move some weight over here all right and i actually want to start this one off with a, with a little bit of a story right um this is it was probably one of the first interactions I had with Kenta at the new building. And we were snatching. It was before the weightlifting uh, segment on Saturday mornings. And Kenta's doing muscle snatches. Yeah. Okay, now Brandon's over there struggling underneath like 175 pounds, going underneath it, you know, grunting, doing it whatever I can. And Kenta approaches the barbell at 205. 205, right? So he's got a blue, he's got some yellows on there. And he just goes, smashes it into the hip. Muscle snatch is 205 pounds. It was one of the most ridiculous things that I've ever seen. Monroe, do you remember that moment? That was also a very uh, ridiculous moment that I saw. <laughs> yeah, Kenda's what we call dumb strong. He's yeah. not like, you know, he's strong, but there's some like things where you're just like, you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. That's, that's not what normal strong people do. Yeah, so. I wonder if cool. Does anybody have that video? I probably have it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. that's like yeah. 205 that would muscle be, snatch. That would be a cool yeah. thing to be able to link. You 225 yeah, muscle again. snatch yet? Uh, I think I think my best is 215. 215. Yeah, I think my Ooh. best muscle snatch is like 95 pounds. It's up there. Yeah. But someone hit a 225 PR, <laughs> right? Yeah. This yeah, guy. yeah, we did was, that. Was, did that on Monday. That was that was pretty impressive. That was, that was that was awesome. And last time we talked about this too. Last yeah. time you were on Kenta, we were talking about me Olympic lifting, kind of going through that. You were talking me through some coaching points and everything like that oh, as yeah. well, right? That's right? So look at that full uh, circle. It has come full circle and everything like that, guys. But I wanted to share that first, and that if you guys ever want some uh, hints, tips, tricks on really getting strong, these are your two guys to come talk to. Uh, I've also seen video footage Monroe Miller pulling, you know, five. 50 pounds from a deadlift before right so some strong boys that we get to talk to here today uh guys what's going on where do we want to start today uh so i mean i kind of wanted to start um just with your <clears throat> journey i guess of building strength over the past few years like uh when we met you were strong but you weren't like you said this morning you weren't powerful mm -hmm. um you had benched 315 your olympic lifts weren't that great um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so kind of like just uh, now that you've i guess kind of built a good amount of strength what is your i guess perception of the journey that you took to get there and how do you use your journey of building strength to kind of coach other people um yeah sorry i gotta move this closer learning okay. experience here you can just hold it like i do if you want um so yeah, that's a great question um honestly um to keep it very simple I think you are the one who actually started this uh, or mentioned this to me, and it really didn't click till I really started weightlifting. But less is more, if that makes sense. Um, you remember when I really started, I was bench pressing, doing accessories, doing strength, doing squats. I don't know, I think I was like, overdoing it almost. Like I was lifting like three hours a day, four hours a day. I thought that more was the best, right? Like I, I was, I felt like I was so far behind that I gotta do more. Uh, and then when I really started weightlifting, I, 
it, it was very tough because I felt like I wasn't doing the same amount of volume, if you would say, um, or same amount of exercise. But then and all of a sudden, uh, strength started to catch up. And I started to realize that it's the quality right, of the lifts, not the quantity of the lifts. Right Now, volume plays a huge role in strength. But understanding that less is more and, rec- and rest days, to be honest with you. I actually rest on rest days and I usually n- mm-hmm. never do that. So I would say that was like my big, biggest like pivoting point, I guess you would say, would be I focus a lot more on the quality uh, and not really the quantity and focus on how am I recovering and resting. And I'm, I'm still trying to find that balance. It's very hard to come in here and lift an hour, maybe two hours a day, and everyone was doing more Metcons, and you're sitting there, you have to be like, <laughs> okay, walk <Yeah>. away. <laughs> walk away <laughs> before you're getting sucked in. So that was that was a big pivoting point for me. Um, and then understanding blocks. Um, so understanding like... like periodization. Yeah, yeah, correct, right? So well, which you know, hopefully we get into a little bit later. Uh, but understanding that like the, the idea of, focus for this specific block needs to be this and then we will move to the next block and your focus should be this for the next mm-hmm. block and not trying to do everything on the first block right, right. Um, so that was huge where like a lot of my weightlifting coach would tell me hey we're going to be focusing on strength and only strength and then we're going to back off on strength and work on power mm-hmm. and understanding that those are actually completely two different yeah. movements is key right so for sure and like, we were just talking earlier today um and I think that, you know, that strength versus power thing, you've really kind of, I guess, taken a hold of recently, like working with your new coach, John North. Um, and you were saying, like, you're like, yeah, you know, I feel like I've never lifted like this before. Just, yeah. like, super aggressive. And it's like, there's a lot of things like that where, you know, I remember when Scott was trying to get his back squat up years ago. And I was like, dude, you just got to, like, you got to get nasty with the barbell. Like, you got to you gotta want to get in there and get nasty with it you know and like same thing with the cleaning jerks it's really easy you know for you to just kind of go through the motions of the technique without really like giving it that oomph and giving it that heart behind it and I think that that um like what I guess I think that's really important but what role do you think that has in building strength and when do you think someone should add in the volume or add in the intensity and when do you think that they should dial it back and just you know, be happy with just working on practicing lifts, you know? Yeah. Um, so I want to speak on the, I think you're talking about the velocity that where I came, right. when I was talking about like the intensity of each yeah. lift. Um, so I want to talk about that first. Um, and, and then we'll go into the other part, but, uh, not only did John North tell me this, um, recently, but, um, I guess his name is Travis Mash. Uh, if no one knows who he is, you need to like follow him. He's amazing at everything he does um but he really talks about like velocity is like the best big thing right and there's like sensors out there you can buy now where people from remote coaching could actually see is his velocity staying the same every lift or you know is today his velocity a lot less right but the key thing with velocity i think it's with anything that you're looking at right when you're looking at numbers uh and i don't know if you can see me through the camera but like everything needs to be linear progression right Uh, but there's going to have these waves where you go up and you peak and then you kind of tone it down and then you want to progress back up and then you peak a little bit higher than you did before and back down right and it's very important that it looks like that and not this straight line or you'll hit a wall super quickly like the stock market exactly 100% (laughs) right Uh, but the key thing is is the intensity also plays an effect so like it 
like your intensity needs to look like that as well, right? So if you are going up to a barbell and you're like, I'm just going to give exactly the amount of energy Willis style to lift this weight. <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know who Willis Shout is, he's Willis. also very strong, <laughs> but he has a an amazing way of just doing exactly what he needs to do to get under the bar. He's lazy. <laughs> um, but uh, it's very it's important because the intensity like if you really focus on increasing your intensity the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day a month of a month of focusing on your intensity your intensity levels also goes up right, right? which then will also uh, reflect your power and your strength right? for sure so, no um, it makes total sense and I, I didn't really comprehend that till recently and I was just I think I was just doing the barbell and some light percentage work and I was drenched in sweat I went home I think pounding my face with food and I was like that is what intensity means yep. um, and that's it's very important that that's a part of your training intensity can wreck you too like and 100%. I think that like that's what like you know when we talk about at least with CrossFit Metcons you know you can do seven workouts a week yeah. if you're just kind of like cruising through them but you do one workout a day and you kill yourself to try and go as fast as you can like you're going to be sore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a big difference in, in, you know, the result of your training too. So, you know, and I think I see that a lot. You know, people are like, oh, what do I do to get stronger? You know, how do I get stronger? And like, they'll be doing back squats and they just kind of unrack the bar. Just like, it's just sitting on their back. Like they just got like Harper on their shoulders or something. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, grab the bar, squeeze yeah. it. Like yeah. you got to like, pull, like get yourself fired up about it you know and, th and that's why weightlifting is like an amazing journey for a lot of people um and a lot of my current clients you know not a lot of them but very small group of us um like there's a lot of life experiences that the barbell teaches and for i think sure. i think that's an, an amazing kind of like um analogy i guess you can say but um the barbell is going to weigh the same tomorrow the next day day after and probably for another five more years right or forever it's not changing it's 45 pounds but you know you depending on how you get under the bar is going to change every day right so if you go under the bar you know just oh you know my my day sucks i'm just gonna have a bad attitude today that lift is going to also be bad right but if you can wake up every morning and have you know have a smile on your face you're like i'm going to attack today's day i'm going to give it everything you got but if you take that and transition that into your lifting as well again you're going to improve just like your livelihood improves right so um I don't, weightlifting is just an amazing sport as it is um and i think that's why like even crossfit like weightlifting is a huge part of CrossFit just because of you know some of those skills that you, you create for sure and i like that you bring up crossfit um so have to i started with CrossFit. have to um <laughs> so how do you balance uh like because we hear this a lot where and i think it's because they see people lifting heavy weights and they see that as fitness and they're like well i need to improve my fitness so i obviously need to get stronger so what would you tell someone who's like primarily a crossfit athlete and they're here just you know three to five days a week they're trying to get healthy and in shape, but they have that, oh, I want to get stronger because I want to be able to do the workouts RSRX and that kind of thing. Where would you kind of start with saying, hey, you're on a three times a week membership. You know, this isn't your life. I'm not going to put you on a 10-week back squat cycle. Where would you say is like easy return on investment for them to say, hey, I want to get stronger. I'm doing CrossFit a few times. What can they add in to help themselves get stronger? Um... I mean, so that's a very good question. Didn't think you were going to go there. Um, other than nutrition, I think nutrition oh, is key. 
right? So one, <laughs> <Zero goes. laughs> oh, uh, I, I'm going to say that I, that's something I'm going to be honest with everyone that's in this, this watching this and hearing this. Um, I struggle with that. Um, however, knows. majority of the time I do eat quality food. Um, I also want to splurge myself wavy a little bit too much, but I, I think other than nutrition, nutrition has to be key. Like you can't be doing anything else if nutrition is not even yep. in your vocabulary yep. so other than nutrition um the intensity in the right lifts or the right movements that you're trying to improve on um as well as how how often are you doing accessories right so um for an example a person who's coming in three times a week right let's just say start with three times a week i'm just gonna say carly right just because that's someone that i busily know in in, in front of me mm-hmm. right uh, let's say she comes to me and she goes, hey, I want to improve my back squat, right? I was like, perfect. And you're still a CrossFitter, which is totally fine. We need to shift your intensity away from maybe the movements that really doesn't matter at the moment and shift a little bit more intensity in the movements that we need to improve on, right? Just like you said, I think in- intensity also has a limit. And I think that's key to people who need to realize. You can't give 110% in your Metcons, your warm-ups, uh, your third Metcon, your fourth <laughs> Metcon, and then try to improve your squats like something is going to i think that's the same thing with like life man yeah. like the more things that you're going to take on like the less you're going to be good at like any one thing or anything mm-hmm. like that right yeah. i love it, that kind of thing. exactly so like if you're if if you're coming in with a goal let's say my goal is to improve on back squat and you want to do a metcon and the metcon is burpees double unders and chest to bar pull-ups right maybe you tone down and maybe not win that metcon and maybe just work on hey i, I want to work on uh going unbroken on double unders and just pacing my pull-ups right perfect your intensity is to just move well on the double unders and te- work on technique work on your pull-ups and then afterwards you're going to spend the majority of your intensity working on your squat right? right like that's where i think people are having a very difficult time comprehending is that you can't do everything at once you need to find what you need to work on and give more time and effort into that right, right. and you're not ditching everything else no, you're just of course not. biasing your strength a little bit more Correct. than your conditioning Correct. and i love like for everyone that's watching i love that the first thing you said was nutrition when i asked hey how do you build strength right because i think a lot of people get into crossfit to lose weight get in shape get healthy they start to cut their calories, increase their activity, and then they're like, oh, I need to get stronger so that I can do CrossFit better. And they're keeping their calories the same and then adding yeah. more strength training. It's like you can't gain strength in a calorie deficit. So it's like if you're not eating enough to sustain what you're doing in class, you're certainly not going to build a whole lot of strength on top of that. So it's like, you know, when we talk to people about nutrition. It's like, well, what's your goal? Are you, you know, you can't say, you know, I talked about this with Morgan. You know, she's like, oh, I want to lose, you know, five pounds or whatever. I'm like, okay, well, clean up your nutrition. She's like, well, but I want to get stronger. I'm like, well, then you should definitely eat <laughs> like yeah. you need to eat, you and know? It, and it's 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 just like, um, I guess the analogy that I like, I'm a visual person, so for, for you guys who are visual, hopefully this helps. Um, you need to understand is what is food to you, right? Is it a fuel, right, or is it a, what's that, like a savory thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, majority of the time, if you're looking to benefit or if you're looking to improve in CrossFit or baseball or football or weightlifting, right, and that's your sport, you need to look at food as fuel. And that means you need to eat the food that is going to make you perform the best. Now, going into that, right, um, it's very, very, 
very important to make sure that you are eating enough. And uh, I bet a lot of people out there, if you actually took the amount of energy output that you're probably doing, including your work and including your stress level and including all your lift, and then actually look at the numbers of what you're eating, you're probably not eating enough. Right. That's probably what the problem is. Right. Yeah. And people, you know, struggle with that. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, uh, there is a lot of skill. So when we talk about strength, we're, I think strength is a weird thing to kind of say because there's a bunch of different ways that you can be strong. You, know, you can have really strong back squat, deadlift, shoulder press, but not be able to clean and jerk. And yeah. would you consider that a strong person, right? Strong in a different way. Um, so I think in a CrossFit gym, a lot of people want to improve their snatch, clean and jerk. But the problem with that is there's a lot of skill acquisition that comes. Yep. So when you were talking earlier about like choosing your exercises to focus on, when someone is still in the beginning stages of figuring out how to snatch clean and jerk and learning their technique, they're not going to be able to lift maximal weights to where like snatches at 80% is going to be like challenging from a strength perspective. It's going to be more, you know, practicing the technique. So how do you, I guess, think about training people so that they don't feel like they're not doing anything by just doing like empty barbell work you know like i have people where they don't move well or they move okay with the light weights but then as soon as they put 55 on it it just looks terrible and they're like moving back down to like the bar with little plates on it and it's screwing up the pull off the ground and they're not you know it's like where do you say hey it's not time for us to like go full-on in practicing maxing out your snatch all the time you know, dial back the positions and focus. How can you build strength without, I guess, just hammering top end snatch and clean and jerk? Yeah. So, um, so this this kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier: uh, the difference between strength and power, right? Um, it's important that when you're doing a strength, I guess, cycle or a strength block, right, that you're really focusing on the big compound movements, right? So. Let's look at it from a weightlifting perspective, right? If you are looking to get stronger, back squat is going to be a probably one of the biggest things in your cleans. Front squats, right? Um, pulling from the floor, uh, whether that's snatch grip or deadlift or um, clean grip, right? So snatch, deadlift, or clean uh, deadlift. Those are like your very big strength exercises. You could make someone feel like they're doing the work they need to be doing by really making sure the volume for those lifts are high and then you tailor down their accessory to work on uh, some of the cleans and snatch, right? So they're already kind of pre-exhausted going into a clean and jerk or a snatch. Now, when you have a successful strength cycle, you start to transition the dead, the deadlift, right, or the clean deadlift or the snatch deadlift and these big squats into these uh, big front squats and then you tailor them to more of a skill and then you prioritize more of your intensity into your cleans mm-hmm. and snatch, right? right? So you're you're going from a strength cycle building on strength into then moving faster and moving with more intent with the uh, empty or a barbell, right? right. Um, so the key thing here is people need to, and if this sorry if this is direct, people need to swallow their pride a little bit. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> really, that's really good. Good. Yeah, uh, Swallow their pride a little bit and, and see that like, Maybe your form, right? Maybe your technique, maybe your um, your squat, maybe these come kind of these like common movements are not moving the way they need to be, and that's why your clean and jerk and snatches are not For where sure. they need to be, right? So a good like 
like uh, one of my coaches actually just recently told me this. Like I'm like, man, I've snatched two seventy five um, freedom units, two or two seventy five as my best, and I I don't think I've hit that. I think I think hit that twice. Once here and once at my other gym, uh, and then I'm I'm kind of like hovering at this two sixty five to two fifty five range now, right? And I'm sitting here arguing to myself, man, my strength feels like it's going down. My strength feels going down, but then my back squat's going up forty percent, right? My clean and jerk is going up tremendously. Um, but you can't have like the more you understand how your body moves, you can't move big heavy weights at a specific speed and then expect you to almost move like this under a barbell in a snatch like something needs to give and you need to understand that your goal is to build strength and then your goal is to move fast later right, right. um and my strength has definitely not gone down because i'm lifting 255 or uh snatching 265 even though like it's not where i want to be my maximum output in my snatch doesn't mean that your 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 strength is going down right it's just mean that there's things that you need to prioritize now and then with that will come back later so i think people look at strength completely different than they need to be right um and power completely different uh just because you're not lifting at an an optimal amount of weight doesn't mean your strength has gone down you need to look at like overall like has my deadlift my squat my cleans my bench have all that gone up right um now if everything is going down then like that's clear <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, not everything is going to go up the way you know people intended right and that's that 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 little like up and down like the stock market that we talk about right now the stock market is down <laughs> so maybe it's not a good analogy but like your snatch might be at this peak right one day and your clean might be slowly coming down right like they all don't just come right. down and up together right mm-hmm. so um, you really have to figure out what you your main goal is and if it is to become a weightlifter you need to spend time under the barbell and building some strength first making sure your rack position like you said for me my rack position or my lower back or things that need to be kind of prioritized and then move away from that and then just move the barbell for a couple months and then come back yeah no i totally agree um let's take a quick break if you are watching on youtube make sure to subscribe to the channel hit the like button if you're enjoying it Um, when we come back we'll talk about your perception of strength and you know how that's changed over time we can also get into block periodization and everything at the end cool cool awesome And we're back. All right, guys. So we're going to be going over periodization. Uh, we're going over uh, – Kent has got another uh, what theory that we're going to talk about in strength. Monroe, where do you want to go? Uh, so my so my thing was like <laughs> more um, like your perception of strength. So I think that like for newer lifters, they see you coming in and snatching 225, and they're like, oh, my God, that's like my heaviest deadlift. Like that's – like that's impressive and you're like having a bad day over in the corner because you can't snatch more than 225 and for you that's not a good day because your perception of i guess your success with strength is like kind of skewed because you're so strong now you know i see the same thing with fitness so it's like for people who are watching who maybe are not as strong as they want to be or you know who are working on on that like how do you kind of we say stay in your lane you know pay attention to yourself but like kind of what i guess is your how do you coach people through that perception of strength and where it's like getting them to still be excited about their lighter lifts and them moving well and you know because it's hard for some like morgan will be sometimes my wife she'll she'll hit a lift and she's just like man it's a big pr and she's like yeah but it's only 125 
Yeah. Like, I don't care. There's more that's than you're relative, ever yeah. for. Like, like that's strength, like, strength is so also cool. like relative to you. For you know? sure. So yeah. like, I mean, victory is victory, right? I mean, but, we talk about this a lot when you like when you when you have this and you compare yourself. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna compare my two twenty five snatch to your two two seventy five snatch, I'm never gonna be happy with that. Right. Right. Uh, so, perception. That's interesting. You bring that and up. So like that. And so let's talk about you and your perception yeah. of, like your perception of your strength has now increased. Mm-hmm. And like as soon as you hit that milestone number, it's just kind of like behind you, and you're like, we talked about this last time. It's like, oh, it's over my head. All that work is done. And it's just like, then you look at it at the bar, and you're like, ah, eh, it's not that heavy. I've yeah. done that before. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, it, and it changes. Yeah. So what about you? So that's a very loaded question um but i love it so i think goal setting is huge right so one um and you and you so kind of hit coach. you kind of hit uh the nail on the head there um my strength is relative my living right yep. so how much i weigh right how much how much am i sleeping how much am i eating right uh how much effort am i putting into my training to get the results that i want right um most people don't actually understand that that they think that strength comes very naturally or very easy um for example like like your wife right like she was talking about how she hits like 125 right uh 125 and she is like she hits it but she's like but it's only 125 right right she's but like it, not stoked about it but yeah. i am but if she created a goal and a mindset right that this is the, the goal that i want to hit first and then then i want to focus on the next thing and you you don't look at the the I guess the end results, but you look at how the journey works, you start to understand and start to love the process, right? So I don't look at my lift as like, hey, I want to finish off my career lifting 400 pounds, right? On the clean, right? That would be amazing, (laughs) but that's not what I wake up every moment or every day focusing on, right? And if you do, you're going to... Kill yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, because then you're 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 setting yourself up for failure. Because if you don't snatch or clean anywhere close to what your goal was, like like your future, future, future goal, like you're not like is it really like what's the point, right? right. But if you look at every day as like, hey, I'm going to be that one percent better. I'm going to look at, hey, I'm going to make sure that whatever lifts that I I get programmed for me today, I'm going to hit it with my one hundred percent effort. And next day, I'm going to be that one percent better, right? For sure. And you start to understand that the small little progress, you take wins, 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 and all of a sudden you're you're in this field of like, oh my God, I'm cleaning, you know, and your your wife, I'm cleaning 135 now, I'm cleaning 135 now, 140 now, right? And then you you don't you start to appreciate the journey, and uh, it's I don't know, it's just a, a no, I love that. Where I think a lot of people need to be in for sure. No, and I love that answer. You know, I I guess I'd like your opinion on the opposite side where. You know, I think that some of the ladies in this gym have the opposite issue where they've almost set the bar too low to where, you know, like for you and me, for example, like is part of the reason that you're not snatching 300 pounds because I can only snatch 275. And so you see it as like, well, the person that snatches heaviest that I know in my direct friend group is at 275. And so you're like always competing with me, but it's like, I don't really care about it like you do anymore. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you're you're like almost limiting your perception. Like if I was snatching 300 pounds and you were snatching 275, you'd be like, man, I'm just not there yet, you know? And like it seems more, I guess, attainable. Like there's this glass ceiling, I think, with a lot of the ladies in our gym at least where it's like, and Pat was talking about this, we got a bunch of dudes that can snatch 225, like a lot. Yeah. But we don't have a lot of girls that can snatch over 150. And it's like, I don't think we have any. But that's like a comparable number 
for like guys and girls. So where do you see like how do you break through I guess that glass ceiling of your perception of what heavy is and what strong is? Like that's what I struggle with, you know, like I think that 275 is too heavy for me. That's why I can't hit it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. it is and I go up to 55 and my shoulders pull forward and whatever. Like yeah, I may not be conditioned to snatch that weight, but my perception of it is that it's, it's too heavy. much. Yeah. Um I mean, that's a that's another loaded question. That's why you're uh, on the podcast. <laughs> um, because I'm, you, I'm I love need taking the a break here, like, and <laughs> giving Kenta all the tough questions to, like, answer. And you're doing wonderful right now, too. This is so <laughs> insightful, and people are going to get so much information out of this, dude. Yeah, so um, there's, there's like, okay, so hopefully this is answer your question. If not, then we can continue going. Uh, but I think there's this fine line of setting a goal that it's obtainable, but then also setting a goal that's a little bit out of reach, right? Uh, what I tell my clients, I want a, not a weekly goal, but I want a goal that you can obtain in three months, six months, and then a year, right? Um, so one, you're not just settling for something that you hit three because then there's another goal that you have to hit later, but you also create this mindset of this goal from the very beginning, right? So I'm going to use Brandon as, as an example. 225 was his goal, right? He hit it. Now what's next, right? You don't actually create a goal of what's next until you probably hit 225. Am I, am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So now you you hit a lift and you're like, okay, that felt really good. I want to shoot for 145 or 245, right? Um, but then let's say for an example, the next day you don't even come close. Now you feel defeated because that day you felt good and now you created a goal and you can't match the environment of what that yep. goal was. But if you kind of take a step back, so I'm like spinning here, right? And you go in and say, hey, my goal is to hit 225 uh, in three months, 235 in six months, right? Mm-hmm. And then a year, I want to hit 240, right? So you create this goal that's already been created at the very beginning of your year, right? You hit 225, you automatically know the next goal is 230, and your mindset's already engaged, and you're ready to go, right? Um, if I don't know if that makes sense. No, and I think it's a great way to think about it. You know, like, because I think about 275 is like the top. And I'm like, I could never snatch 300 pounds. But, but then, I know that's a lie. It's like we were talking about, like, hey, the, the clean and the jerk and the snatch, like the way your hips extend and the way you use your legs, it's all kind of the same. Yeah. And so it's like it's just your hands are in a different place. It's a different way to do it. And so it's like, you know, if I could have the bar in my hip with a snatch grip and think about it the same way I do a jerk, it's like I'm making it every time. Yeah. So it's not the weight. It's like the way I'm thinking about it. So I like I like that answer. Yeah. So, so like, for example, right now you have a goal of 227 or 275 again, right? right. Sorry, 227. 275 again, right? Right. Uh, and you hit it. What's next? Exactly. And right. Then I'm like, see, see? Uh. Right. Right. And then you're – so if, if that day felt amazing, you're probably going to create a goal that maybe is a little bit more unattainable. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Versus like if you create these like little small little proc- process or progression – you hit 275, you're like, you know what? Perfect. On to the next goal, and I already had that in mind, and you're going to go for it. Even if it felt good or not, you have a next goal that is kind of in reach. Because when you set the goal at the very beginning, that emotional, that uh, endorphins or whatever you have, the hormones, right, it's not making decisions for you, Right. if that makes no, sense. No, no. Sometimes that, that takes gets carried away. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know? um, so let's talk about periodization then. So when you're starting with someone and you're coaching them, we talk about their goals, right? We set some of these linear progression goals, right? I want to hit 275, then 285 in three months, and then 295 in six months. 
talk to me about periodization. Yeah, so... Because this is something that is kind of, like, I guess different than the way that CrossFit would think about uh, improving strength. Yeah, but like I CrossFit think I, is I, like, hey, let's let's improve all areas of our strength at once, and that that doesn't mean we need to back squat three times a week. Because I care if you can also, you know, be stable pressing one dumbbell overhead. I, I do feel like though, in a way, you can periodize CrossFit. Periodize CrossFit. Right, and right? we tr- and I think we try to do that. Like yeah. that's what our programming here is. Like we try to, you know, have some progression of the strength side of things because I think that's kind of one thing that CrossFit was lacking. Um, but talk to me about like traditional periodization and how that's different. Yeah, so you one of the biggest things about training or right, or strength training in any sport in, in my in my honest opinion is that you need to break it into blocks and have a focus on what the block is, right? Um, I love the first block being a very technical phase, right? And a hypertrophy bodybuilding phase, right? Um, you know that I love bodybuilding, but uh, muscle. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's like, yeah. um, you, muscle muscle doesn't next, like, just because you have a lot of muscle doesn't automatically mean you have a lot of strength, right? So I want to make sure that's, that's out there. However, muscle can turn into strength, right? Um, you know, so what I'd like to do is, again, you kind of make the illusion that they're doing a lot of work with bodybuilding when they're really not, right? So at the very beginning of our block, right, which could be five, four weeks, we focus on uh, bodybuilding, hypertrophy. So they're getting the volume. They're getting, you know, kind of the, the oh, I feel like I successfully yeah, have done pumped, stuff, yeah. right? And then you work on maybe very light barbell. Making sure their clean positions are good, right? Their rack positions are good. Uh, how are their holds? How are their stability, etc. Boom. Then you move into a strength phase, which could be anywhere from I like four to eight weeks, um, where you work on let's build your pulls, let's build your legs, let's build your speed, right? In your in your squats, um, things that aren't in a in a sense like a traditional clean and jerk, right? So, so snatch pull plus snatch, snatch pull that plus snatch, so right? So uh, <laughs> snatch pull plus snatch, uh, clean pull plus clean, right? Um, you, you can probably add a little bit of like. Push presses, mm-hmm. right? Um, some strict press, depending on the athlete. Um, some, you know. Add a front squat in between. Them. Add a front. You know, so, like, just things that you would think of just building strength, right? Now, you have to understand during this phase that you're clean and jerks and your snatches might not be where they want to be. And that's fine because I think strength, right, builds specific fibers, right, as where power builds different fibers. Um, so, sometimes you might be a little bit more explosive when you're in the power phase right um which olympic weightlifting is very known for um and then in the strength phase you might moving a little bit slower so you might not be getting under a barbell as as best as you should that's as a coach you need to make sure your athlete understands that because if they don't understand that and understand that's the goal of that block um they might do things that that they're not supposed to do which can potentially ruin their overall strength Right, like just going in and just trying to hit a heavy weight. Exactly, right? And then you transition to a, I would say, like your block three, your final block would be more of a power block where you would focus on your traditional clean and jerks, right, your traditional um, snatches. Um, you might work on some some squats, but they're not heavy, heavy squats. They're speed squats, which are, you know, transitions into your power phase pretty well. Maybe some box jumps, right? Um, I love, and I've been doing a lot of research lately, I love the double bounce uh, back squat and double bounce front squats mm-hmm. uh, because when you, in an Olympic weightlifting world, you, sometimes when you get under the barbell, you do need a double 
for sure. Right? So, like, but the goal during power is not for them to have a one rep max back squat, but to mimic the clean and jerk as much as possible. Right? right? But, like, that's, like, the, the most important thing out of all of this, though, that you hear is that you need to understand the journey. Right? So, on block one, you shouldn't be expecting heavy squats. Right? Or a PR in the snatch. Uh, and then when you're snatching, you shouldn't be expecting a PR in a back squat. Do they happen? Yes. Right? They're not expected. Right. right? Uh, that's and, not the focus. Correct. Right. And that's where the intensity of understanding what am I supposed to put my intensity in this cycle and today is very key. For sure. I love that. That's right. awesome. Yeah. yeah and I mean, I think that <laughs> kind of puts a bow on it. Yeah. I like it, guys. Let's uh, let's go around and do closing thoughts. Let me go first. Uh because this is, this is fresh in my mind right now, and I really liked what we talked about uh, strength being relative to you. There's a movie called For the Love of the Game with Kevin Costner where he's a pitcher. He sits on the mound, and he says something like kill the mechanism. And basically what he does is he goes into his whole, like, whole little world, right? He can't hear the crowd. He can't hear it. It's just him him and the baseball. And when you're going to do your own lift, you, sh- you should do that right it's you and 125 and it's just you and 125 right it's not Monroe lifting 275 pounds in his own snatch that's going to have any dependency on how I feel about my 225 snatch right let everybody else go be in your own lane and look at the barbell and be like okay cool this is my thing 225 this is going to be awesome for me to be able to hit this and have a victory today for sure I want to kind of piggyback off that because I I did want to say something and I completely lost my train of thought until you brought it up i think it's important though when you are focusing on strength you need to define strength to yourself right so strength could honestly be whatever you you really want it to be right for me strength might be lifting heavy weights right but strength for someone could be hey i am having a hard time coming to the gym every day uh but that's going to be my focus sometimes saying no to certain things is sign of strength Sure. Right. So um, I like that that you said that. Right. Because strength is so dependent on, again, your goal and what you view strength. Don't look at someone and expect, you know, what they're doing and how much they're lifting, um, that that's what your strength needs to be. Right. Um, so I think that's very important to understand. So I really do appreciate you bringing that up because I think that's that's key. Like you, you need to understand that, like when you create these goals, Right, and you focus on these goals, and you stay you you stay on this path, and you don't worry about what everyone else is doing around you. You start to create this bond of you accepting you as yourself, right? And if you can understand and do that first, your strength becomes so much better. Like, uh, sorry, I know this is last thoughts, but the big thing here is like I think you you brought this up. I started out thinking that I need to beat you, and that's what strength means to me, mm-hmm. right? And believe it or not, I progress very slowly. Right now, my strength is not necessarily beating Monroe, but understanding that I have these goals and these visions, and I have to say no to certain things, and I need to say no to and do certain things, uh, and spend more time eating and spend more time all that. Right, my strength has completely changed. Right, and I've gotten significantly stronger. So I think if anything you can take away from this is you need to define what strength is to you first, and be okay with that. For sure. And once Monroe closes out to you. Hey, once you have that, you know, perception of what strength is and you have your definition, you need to find yourself a coach and you need to, you know, get your butt in that squat rack and get to work. Um, so that being said, <laughs> after the Open, we're going to have uh, a weightlifting program starting here at Verity. Um, we'll have more information coming out about that soon. Uh, so if you're interested in the Snatch Clean and Jerk, you enjoy that, you want to get stronger, um, 
we'll be coming out with more information about that soon. We're still trying to iron out the class times and everything. Um, if you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to my channel. Hit the like button on the video. Kenta, thank you so much for coming out. Of course, it's always a pleasure. Yeah. Love it. Have a great day, guys. Talk to you soon.